All right, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And that, ladies and gentlemen, means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, a.k.a. Young Harriet, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Wow, what a day. Um, yesterday, I was being told that it was the third anniversary, unfortunately, of the untimely demise of our fabulous Nipsey Hussle. And uh, as I left the station yesterday, I decided to take a drive by, which I, I normally do, and uh, got an opportunity to just kind of blow the horn at some folks that were out in front of uh, the Marathon Store gates, so I'll put it that way. Um, and just, you know, just really reflect on what that day was like for me. You know, I wasn't a huge rap fan at all and never have been, you know, well, I will say not that I never have been, haven't been in my older days. Uh, but this was a gentleman, a young man that really had a lasting effect on me and I couldn't really understand what it was about. I do know that he was uh, very heavy into trying to figure out how to bring cryptocurrency to the black community and, um, and just list, listening and watching some of his moves, he became an early investor in a coin called Follow Coin. And again, you know, when you're new in the space and you're trying to figure out which coins to invest in and all of those things, I started taking a look at what Follow Coin was designed to do. Um, and again, I say a lot of these different cryptocurrencies are designed eventually collapsed. And he said, you don't have to know anything about cryptocurrency to know about that history. And so, you know, and, and when he said that, I said, you know what, let me go back because I've never been a real history buff like that as it relates to money and those sorts of things. But that quote opened my eyes and I really did get an opportunity to see that any country that has uh, dibbled and dabbled in fiat currency, uh, they had about a run of about 50 years, 50 or so years, and then something just happened and it collapsed. I'm not something just happened, but, you know, uh, things happen and they collapse and we're, we're well over. I think we're like at about 51, 52 years uh, with the introduction of the full fiat without being backed by gold. And so we are technically in that space. And so as we look at the cryptocurrency space and what possibly could be the next um, world currency, it is not far-fetched to understand that fiat in America has run its course and some things are going to have to happen in order for it to stay the world uh, reserve currency. And so if those things don't fall into play, into place, we're going to have to be looking to do something a little bit differently. And what if, and I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, what if this thing called Bitcoin is that substitute for fiat because it is tried. It is true. It is doing exactly what the creator, creators, whoever created it, said it's going to do. And we just had a significant incident yesterday that proves exactly that.
So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Naja Roberts, super excited about being here today to bring you ahead of the crypto curve. When we come forward, we're going to get our market report because we are starting off in the month of April. Uh, there is no April Fool. I will say the only April Fools are going to be those individuals that continue to sit on a negative zero. Uh, in this space, even if you're sitting on zero, that means that you're thinking about it. So I'm definitely not calling you a fool. Uh, but those that are sitting on negative zero, those that are saying that this is fake, phony, it's a scam, it's not going anywhere. The definite joke is going to be on them at some point in this space, in this space and time. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to have the the crypto market report, which I've never really done this way, but we're going to reformat some things for the month of April. So bear with me. And I always want your feedback on how you feel like these market reports help you understand the market. With that, this is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. And here we are with our April 1st. 2022 crypto market report bitcoin in the last 24 hours has traded as high as 47.6 that's 47,600 dollars as low as 45,200 and as we're know and we're learning bitcoin goes up and down in price and so we're going to talk about that on a daily but we want to make sure that you're keeping the mindset that we are in the position right now to be holding until Bitcoin reaches its full potential. Now, some people may trade and want to trade, uh, and I don't say that there's anything wrong with that. You absolutely can do that. This market point report is just really designed to help you kind of know the variations in uh, the, the Bitcoin prices. We're not going to go into any altcoins or anything of that sort if you want. Uh, more in-depth information you're going to have to go to the virtual underground railroad but in the last 24 hours bitcoin is down uh, 3.1 percent and in the last seven days bitcoin is up 3.6 percent crypto saw a healthy pullback and what we're saying is beware of a volatile weekend ahead good morning and happy friday Bitcoin is trading a little bit lower than it was this entire first quarter, uh, filling the gap price today between 44.6 and 46.7, which we found last weekend. Given the renewed risk, risk on sentiments in the markets, sentiments in the market, we may see a volatile weekend ahead as key support is being tested. Over the past 24 hours, Bitcoin failed to hold above 47,000 and is now testing the support of 45.5. The price level has acted as a crucial resistance for the whole year thus far. We view this as a healthy pullback. And I keep saying healthy pullback because a lot of times when there are pullbacks, there are some problems. But we view this as a healthy pullback. But should it fail further and we know that it may we most likely retrace to the next support of 43.7, 7, 
We just want to keep our eye on this weekend because we know that Bitcoin remains bullish, which means that we anticipate that Bitcoin is going to go much higher. That's what bullish means in the short term. But we still want to keep an eye on everything that's going on in the market over the weekend because it could be potentially volatile. So when we come back on Monday, we'll see how we did as far as Bitcoin is concerned. And again, if you would like more in-depth a more in-depth look at the cryptocurrency market updates. You can get a full report on the Virtual Underground Railroad as it relates to what Ethereum is doing and all the other altcoins out there, the DeFi market and all those things. We just will not be going over those things on the show, but we will always talk to you and teach you about Bitcoin specifically. So the crypto scoop what is really going on in the space that you need to know about what affects you, your household and our community? I want to say that the 19th million Bitcoin has been mined. Now, why does that matter? We talked about all the time that Bitcoin, there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin in existence. And I've also talked about the fact that if the black community the black and brown community gets this correct and we actually hold the Bitcoin, the majority of the Bitcoin, we're going to be in a good position. So yesterday, uh, the 19th million Bitcoin was just mined and that w that leaves us to only have two million Bitcoin remaining for miners to put into circulation. And so we know that 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 clock is ticking and that. Uh, there is a fixed issuance of Bitcoin until Bitcoin reaches that 21 million coin. And that will happen in the year 2140. So it's some time away. But what we want to make sure is that we as the um, that we're here on the ground level at the very beginning, that we are thinking about that supply because it is scarce. There is a scarce supply of Bitcoin, unlike several of the other coins that are out there that are just creating and creating and creating, unlike the dollar that is being printed and printed and printed. And so um, it's very, very critical that we understand uh, what we need to be doing and kind of the game plan that you may have. If you don't have a game plan in place right now for dollar cost averaging your way into this Bitcoin space, let's work to get you one. That means maybe you need to reach out to me and call me. But I see that our special guest is here and we've got a lot to talk about with him. So uh, I'll probably pick back up about why that 19 millionth Bitcoin is such a big deal and why it matters. But for the sake of his time and for the sake of this community, getting the information that they need, I am going to bring on right now the fabulous Sinclair Skinner. Sinclair, how are you today? Uh, not as wonderful as you said that. Breaking it down. You, God bless you. You, you are a treasure. You are simply a treasure. Like, your stamina, your brilliance, your commitment. Woo, sister. Man, man. I'm just following in your food, footsteps. I cannot do. Nah, nah, man. Nah, nah. Now, y'all. You're relentless. I was not. I was cameo-like. Man, you are man, let me let me tell you all the listeners that are listening 
Y'all just stay tuned. Do not touch that down because wait and listen to what this brother, he's talking about me being relentless. He is doing the the crypto thug thizzy, the black folks thug thizzy. He's doing all of that. So y'all just wait. So so listen, tell us who Sinclair Skinner is and what in the world is a I love black people so they just understand who they're talking to. I, well, I'm just a humble servant <laughs> that when Sister Nadia asked me to do something, I, I do everything I can to make it happen. So uh, to the listeners, I you know, I'm literally here because she asked. And I'm just, you know, again, it, you get inspired by folks and you get inspired, inspired by people's work. And I think, Sister Roberts, your, your thing is both because you're such a, just good people. And then the stuff that you're doing is so good for us. So, again, I think the part of it that they may hear louder than most of it is crypto, is blockchain, is Bitcoin. But the real message is I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you so much, I'm going to share with you everything I know and have to offer. And that's really a manifestation of what, I've come to what I love black people. At the end of the day, I can, me having an engineering degree and business and entrepreneurship, all that's great, but it is very self-centered. It's not until we start sharing and giving and doing it without a expectation of somehow quid pro quo receiving. All the people who are benefiting from your teaching, in no way have you told them, I'm not going to teach you unless you give me something in return. That's love. And the fact that you've not made that conversation where it's not reachable to our community. No, no. The fact that you've deliberately made sure that this conversation has been focused and, and reachable to black people is a manifestation of that love. I love black people. So my journey in that space was literally that. Like, at the end of the day, all of this talk about technology, if it doesn't move the needle for black people collectively, what is it all about? What is it to get, I got into the space in 2012. What does it mean if you were able to buy Bitcoin and use Bitcoin since 2013 and your people can't benefit. A millionaire or a billionaire by themselves, what does that mean? But when you see and hear and work and meet people like Sister Naju, who says black Bitcoin billionaires with an S on it, that's collective. That's like everybody. That means somebody has said, I'm not going to be the only one. I want as many as there could possibly be. That's love. That's not what we're taught in this white supremacist ideology of every person for themselves. They normally say every man for themselves because it's also a world full of uh, of sexism and misogyny. So to be able to address all of those isms and still give, you know, with a family and a husband and children and your own dreams, I just think, again, is a manifestation of love. The tech is important. But the love is everything. And I think what we're doing with I Love Black People is really just a symbol of what you do and of the work 
the body of work that you've been sharing with us. And what we did with it is we took our Bitcoin company and realized that instead of just focusing on the transactions of, of our people, we wanted to focus on the quality of life of our people and use the technology as a conduit, but not as the purpose. The whole purpose of I Love Black People is to make sure that black people are protected from racial profiling. And we do that by crowdsourcing uh, businesses throughout the world that are black friendly. So uh, we have people throughout the world and and not only throughout the world in the sense of Africa and, and the United States, we even have people in places like Poland, which led me to go to Poland last month, early last month, during the invasion of Ukraine. Well, because black people, our people were fleeing the war of Ukraine as well as racism. So we have people who are part of the I Love Black People family who were in Poland saying, hey, we need some help because we're trying to help students who are leaving and fleeing, and these white supremacists are treating them badly. And many people thought they were just doing that because they were focusing on Ukrainians fleeing, but they literally were doing this also to Asians. But what was particularly nasty about how they treated black folks, and we've seen this, where literally they would you know, push the Asians back and wouldn't let them get on trains or on the buses. Education and childcare will literally be able to provide a global network that becomes actually a global school system using the blockchain technology. But the focus of that work is, is in everything that Sister Roberts does in loving our people so much that we would create something that no matter where we are in the world that our people could use to protect themselves from the harms and the humiliations of 500 years of white supremacist oppression. And so for us, you know, what better thing to do? What, and, and of course it's, it's hard. When we say that we want to make racism, racial profiling obsolete by 2030, but what better thing to, to shoot for? What better goal to have than to make sure our people who've endured some of the worst circumstances, I know in, 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 in California recently, they've started and done some work towards reparations. I'm a reparationist, and our lineage has been denied its due process for now hundreds of years. It's time that we leverage technology, not just waiting on the government to do what's right, but we need to do what's right for each other. And that, that what's right is not just limited, limited to uh, descendants of enslaved Africans in the United States, because, again, the system of white supremacy is global. It's not just for folks in California. Unfortunately, it's in every, even people fleeing from war will take the time to be racist. I mean, you just got to put your head, bombs going off, people getting shot. And somebody still got the nerve to say, hold on, I can't let you in because you're black. So, again, for us to come up with some tools to empower our brothers and sisters to use them tools to protect themselves, we think is the, one of the most important things that's not been tackled by Silicon Valley, that's not going to be tackled by nonprofits. And the governments, of course, 
have not done it. So we're going to leverage the brains of black people all over the world to crowdsource places all over that are treating us with the dignity and respect that we deserve. So when you go over to Nairobi, you're not going to be confused on where you should go. If you find yourself in Denmark, you'll be able to go to someplace in Copenhagen if you get sick and you don't have to worry about somebody denying you service or trying to experiment on you because you would have already had this information vetted by black people who are concerned about black people and their quality of life. So, again, we think the tools that blockchain and Bitcoin particularly provide us allow us to connect to each other in ways that would have been very cost prohibitive and very difficult prior to this moment. But in the moment where we're using Internet, and there's another thing that's out there, the blockchain, that's its own network that will allow us to create a community that transcends these racist borders that weren't even created by us. So we can create a united you know, states of Africa, a united group of, and I don't say states per se, because I do believe in the sovereignty of each and every person, but we'll be able to interact with each other without the, these oppressive borders that create more tribalism than they create community. Yes, Sinclair, we're running up against traffic and news. Can we, can you hold for us so we can come forward with you, please? Yes, ma'am. All right. This is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to gear with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, all right. And this is Naja Roberts. This is ahead of the crypto curve. And we have our fabulous guest on with us, Sinclair Skinner. And he gave us some really, really critical information. I hope you were listening closely. If you were not hearing everything that he said, or if you missed something that he said, please remember that this will be on tonight on a podcast where you can click on to KBLA. Uh, talk 1580 on your phone and and or the computer you can look at the podcast listen to the podcast to ensure that you got all of the information that he was just sharing um before we go any further i would like for sinclair to share with us what i love black people places is and how we can um download that all right. Um, thank you again, Naja. Um, yes. So you can go to I Love Black People Safe Places. It's just like the original Green Book, but digital. And we've added a feature where we'll be coming out with a way you'll be able to do transactions soon with the, the businesses. We have about uh, 30,000 businesses already on the platform that have been recommended. The only way you can be a part of this platform is you are recommended. You can't pay your way, buy your way. You have to be recommended as being black-friendly or black-owned. So at the end of the day, it's the, our focus is making sure that black people are treated well. Now, let me say this. I know many conversations are talking about wealth building, which I think is critical uh, the concept of this particular app is really if black people are safe. It's really about making sure that you have peace of mind when you send your family members off somewhere that they're not familiar and they're vulnerable. Or if you're in a situation where you're vulnerable because of COVID. That was another vulnerability that we realized that was out there where even if you were in your own community, 
Where do I go for help? Or suppose you get pulled over by the authorities. We know how racist the United States government is at all levels of government. Well, you want to make sure you get a lawyer that's going to be, you know, black friendly because, hell, you get the wrong lawyer, they'll have you in jail. So for us, the focus was making sure when you were in a critical situation, you had good information. We say good information is accurate, reliable, as well as timely. So we literally need to make sure that that information is, 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 it gives you what you need when you need it. And by downloading this app, you can help us build out this network. With this app, you'll be getting notifications when you go someplace asking you, is this place black friendly? And you'll be able, with a push of a button, to confirm if it is, or with a push of a button, uh, make sure they know that this is not black friendly. So this is putting the power in the hands of our people to literally discern what this world is based on your worldview. This is incredible. This is incredible. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, I'm all about downloading apps that are beneficial to our community. And while we were on the commercial, I downloaded I Love Black People. And I took some screenshots as it geared up because what I'm going to do is put that out on my social media as soon as I get out of the station. But I downloaded it. And the first thing I see, oh, and by the way, you go to your app store or your Google Play store and download I Love Black People. So what I did when I opened it is it says explore a safe Los Angeles. So this is just incredible. And I'm just looking in here at the 16,000 recommendations for us being safe in our community. And this is just absolutely incredible. But I I go down a little bit more and I see buy, sell Bitcoin, cash out my Bitcoin wallets. Ladies no, and no, no, ho, ho, no, 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 I know, I know. But wait, let me say this because I know people are going to ask the question. I'm going to tell you where I'm going with this. I have stated to our community, you need to have two, three, four wallets so that you have the option to take a look at which ones work better for you. Now, I know you weren't going to talk about that, and I know you probably didn't. You weren't, we're not on air for that, but I want everybody to understand. I am hoping that our community gets so savvy in this cryptocurrency space that they have four or five wallets uh, just like they would have you know different bank accounts or you know at different banks I'm just trying to really get people understanding that just because an entity sells bitcoin and it's not our particular entity that we are all working together for accessibility in our community so that's where I'm going with uh, that but go ahead and say what you're going to say yes uh, no, no, not, not, this is your show so now you write, I don't need to tell you you know it's your show so if I, if I got to tell you it's your house something's wrong you know it's your show the the thing that i and this is why it's, it's important we have two apps one is the old app and one is a new app oh so i'm in the old one is that what you're telling me you're, yes yeah and I, but and it's still fault, beautiful it's, it's still beautiful let, 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 so let, let me just say <laughs> the, the work that y'all doing with wallet is beautiful so let me just say there's, that's why it's important because I want to be clear with this. The new app is I Love Black People Safe Places. Oh, okay. One, one app is I Love Black People, and that's the original app that we came out with years ago and have evolved 
that's really a wallet product with extra features. I got to be it. Candid with you, it, it, by the time from the time we did our wallet to now, there's so many wallets, thousands of times better than ours, especially with the work that you're doing. I want to make sure we uh, that I focus on something that we don't see being done, and that's literally focused explicitly on making sure black people are protected from racial profiling. So I'm only saying that to say we want to make sure people don't get, and this is, and, and this is something that's, that's real in our space, if we push crypto on the safe places wallet, people sometimes get weird with our intentions. Right. Our intentions, first, last, and for all, is to make sure you're safe. It's free. We'll never charge black people to be safe. We want black people to help us create the world that they want to live in. Right now, our focus is identifying as many of these black safe places as possible. So the app, uh, and, 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 I, and, I, and look, I had no problem with you downloading the first one, but it's old and ooh, don't judge me. But the new <laughs> one's hot. The new one's hotter. And it actually has all the things that I'm talking about. And we want people to help us in Los Angeles and the surrounding areas to identify. If they got a babysitter that they know treats black babies beautifully, we need people to help tell us about that. If there's a place to stay where it's a, a, a sober living facility, we want sober living facilities that are going to treat our brothers and sisters the way they they need to be treated that's our focus is literally making sure we create this global network of the world that we want to live in and then this is why it's so interoperable if in that space you want to use another wallet what, what you know again your know, black wall street all the wallets that are out there you sh we want those to be able to be leveraged to use and interact with the businesses on this app. So at the end of the day, it's literally, we know that there's a strong community of, of our people in the tech space de dealing with blockchain. That is a, a blessing. What we want to be able to do is not create virtual worlds or, or metaverses. We want to create a real world where black people no longer have to live in fear of people harming or humiliating us through racial profiles. Yes, 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 yes. And I want to say I went back into my app store and my Apple app store and I downloaded I Love Black People Safe Places. And now I'm on the right side. And I'm looking at this and this is awesome. So I will say that as well. It's just as awesome as the other one. I just love the colors. And I'm going to have to say this really quick because I, I know we're coming forward on a quick break. Matter of fact, I'm going to save it for after we come off the break because I think you all will find this funny. But KBLA Talk 1580 will be coming forward with my uh, thing about I love black people. New money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now, 
let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. So I just want to say this quickly because uh, I Love Black People has been instrumental in my life in the last year. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I have been black for 50 some odd years and I have always loved black people and I have unapologetically said that I love black people. But when I met Sinclair and we were going on tour last year, he sent us some I Love Black People t-shirts and he sent us some face masks and I wore that face mask for the first time when I got to Boston out in public and it was different from being unapologetically loving black folks to wearing it on your face I figured I wore it on my face anyway because I was black but when I wore a face mask that said I love black people down the street of Boston with every one of my family members it was six of us I love black folks. We turn heads like never before. And I laugh when I look at this app about being in a safe place for because before a little bit, I didn't feel like we were in such a safe place <laughs> with those I love black people masks on. But we loved it. Even the kids had to laugh because they were turning heads everywhere. So with that being said, I am in the right app. I'm looking at accommodations and I am going to make Tavis Smiley's radio station a safe place on this app and I'm going to do this everywhere I go and I want to make sure that our community is downloading the I Love Black People Safe Places uh, because this is incredible and I'm super excited. I am going to implement this everywhere I go the next five states which is in the next five to seven days I'm going to be doing this as we eat in restaurants as we sleep in Airbnbs that we meticulously picked owned by black folks. Uh, we're going to make this thing happen. So we appreciate you. And I just really quickly want to ask you to give your insight on how you feel um, Africa is going to work out for those that are here in the United States or abroad that are looking to, to spend the rest of our days in Africa and what cryptocurrency looks like as it relates to Africa as well. Because I know that you're doing a lot of work over in the motherland. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Uh, you know, again, this this place, our, our ancestors didn't curse us to stay in America. Like, literally, if this was a prison, just because our parents were in it, they want us to get out. They probably would burn it down before they left. So I think in a real way, we have options. And we've always been uh, people that travel the world. And crypto allows us to have access to more and more without being dependent on the U.S. government's uh, fiat. So I definitely, again, I have, I have a home and, and I have a, a farm with a friend of mine, my, one of my business partners in Zimbabwe. I've been able to purchase cars while I was in the United States from Japan that have been delivered to Zimbabwe using Bitcoin. So again, the, the ability to use Bitcoin, and even if it's very difficult, you always can go to local Bitcoin and find somebody nearby, meet them at a hotel, of course, a place that's reputable, and you can actually do some exchanges hand-to-hand -hand with fiat and, and crypto. So there's many ways that, uh, and this was even something I, I noticed in Poland, we use local Bitcoins and identify folks Sometimes these fees are a little high, but if you're truly trying to get some local currency to do transactions, if you can't find someone who's accepting it, there are real tools that are available in Africa as well as some places you may not have thought of where people are now using Bitcoin. They're not knocking any other crypto, but Bitcoin is the most ubiquitous, useful uh, uh, exchange of, of value that you can use. <laughs> 
That is, yes, sir. And that is valuable information. And ladies and gentlemen, if you need any other information on Mr. Sinclair Skinner, this is one of the gentlemen and the women that I was talking about. Yes, the woman yesterday and the gentlemen that are not camera people they don't show up when the camera's there these are the people working behind the scenes being our abolitionists that's what i'm calling them so again mr sinclair skinner we appreciate you we thank you for all that you do to keep black people safe and to make us outwardly outwardly tell folks that we love black people because <laughs> we do yeah, right <laughs> right that, that's what we want we want them to we want to know before it's a bad situation you can't smile and, and love black people like us then, you know, we want to know right now. So thank you, sister. Thank you for loving us. Thank you so much. And I will see you prayerfully in D.C. on Monday on the steps of Capitol Hill. So with that, have a blessed day. And ladies and gentlemen, we are going to come forward and do our daily dollar cost average. A dollar cost average a day keeps poverty away. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. And here we are to dollar cost average. So what we're going to do is open up our black Wall Street wallet. If you haven't already done so, you can download that app on the Android or Apple store. So the black Wall Street wallet, when you once you open it up, you're going to see the purple circle at the bottom in the middle. And you're going to click on that. And what we're going to do is we are going to click. Um. The fact that we're going to buy Bitcoin and then we are going to click on the frequency, which is one time. And then the six dollars, it gives you a choice of what you want to do. And today is six dollars and we are going to hit continue. And as we hit continue, it shows us that what we are buying our Bitcoin app and 11 cent is what the fee is for this. And we're going to hit continue. And we have just purchase and we're going to confirm we're just purchasing six dollars worth of bitcoin today ladies and gentlemen so we are doing a six dollars a day for the next year to so that that i can show you all what it looks like to dollar cost average your way into an entire bitcoin you won't do an entire bitcoin in a year but we are buying satoshis satoshis being the smallest increment of a bitcoin there are a hundred million satoshis in a bitcoin just like there are a hundred pennies and a dollar that being said uh you can follow me on social media all social medias i am naja roberts at naja roberts i need for everybody to reach out and follow me because this next week coming forward we will be in baltimore for some events we will be in dc for some events we will be in um We'll be in Miami for some events. I'm going to do a wine, women and crypto. We will be live. These are all free events to the community. And then I will be in Las Vegas educating some more folks in Las Vegas. So if you're in any of those areas, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to meet you. Love to see if I can get you into anything I'm in. Uh, you know, I love my folks and I love for you to be present. So let me know. But we really want to make sure that you have access and uh, we 
we will be going live next week in several of these different venues. So we're ready. We got our equipment. We are looking forward to doing some great and incredible things as we move forward in this radio space. And so I appreciate each and every one of you for listening in today. Do not touch that dial. We are getting ready to listen to the fabulous, fabulous D.L. Hughley. And you know I say D.L. is the truth, so do not touch that dial. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.